0: and get these stuff with my dad and okay. get They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care it is. Either way.
1: Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined. I give you america itself this is ed
3: mcmahon and now is armstrong
2: and getty live from studio c See, we're in a dimly lit room you know where deeper than the bowels of the armstrong and getty communications compound and hey everybody Today, on a Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Second day of the year for us, two general managers. First of all,
3: Alabama, the Crimson Tide, your champions of the Peptipole Football League. That stands for professional except for the players. Football League. (laughs) Uh, Co-general manager,
1: Oprah, apparently. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I was talking to my wife about it last night. I don't see how Oprah could lose. The question to me is, could Oprah win? I don't see how Oprah could not end up being president of the United States if she just decides she wants to run. Does she have a basement full of
3: whimpering child slaves? If the answer to that question is yes, she could
2: lose. If the answer is no, I think she might be the next president. She gets every vote Barack Obama ever got. Correct. Plus millions of women who have never voted in their lives. And she is unbeatable. End of story.
3: Well, right. And if she, you know, depending on what the Trumpmeister does and how that goes, because that is so wildly unpredictable. But if she so much as as glances, on the other hand, we've got to make sure, uh, you know, business is successful in America and and, uh, jobs. Ah, forget it. It's over. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you got a long time, obviously. We could be at war with North Korea or a Great Depression could come upon us or who knows what. Yeah. Right. Well, Um, you know, the, the Lord could take her. There's always also... Hey, how old is Oprah? Anybody got an age on Oprah? It's 59. I'm not good at guessing the age of a black woman. I got to tell you. I'm good at guessing the ages of almost everyone, but not wow. black women. That's a weak point in your game, huh? Yeah, it is. Wow, something to work on. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't we start with uh, Oprah and uh, move on to what do you, take how, nominees? How would I work on that? Stand out at the story. You're a black woman. <laughs> well, Let me right. guess your age and see I yeah, am. Precisely. Close yeah, that yeah. would not be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got, Sean? 63 years old. There you go. She's a kid compared to our last presidential election. Are, you're right, exactly. Yeah, there you go.
3: I was only off by four years. I'm pretty good at guessing the ages of black women. <laughs> what do you think
2: Omarosa is? Speaking of politics, how old is she? 22 or 40. Nah, she's 48 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I can I tell by looking at her. I don't it. have any idea. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, she's Michael. She's There you go. Uh-huh. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. I'm just thinking about Oprah and who her running mate would be. We need another talk show host, like maybe Steve Harvey or something. You know, like the Steve Harvey Oprah ticket versus Trump-Pence. Yeah, I got nothing against Oprah, but the entire idea of uh, get a celebrity to run against a celebrity is just so disgusting. It's hilarious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, just...
2: Oh, yeah, I know. It's just hard to take. Well, she's got to do what Donald Trump did.
3: Go with some governor that people like, but not very much. Like Mike Pence, you know, mm-hmm. mildly popular, conservative, uh, whatever. She'll go with some, I don't know, who's that that numbskull who ran from Maryland? Nobody knew his name. That was the problem. She'll
1: go with him. Oh, uh, there's positive O'Halloran. Sean. <laughs> whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Just uh, continuing to play some catch-up from uh, my viewing habits over the, the holiday break, uh, Christmas break, uh, all, all the breaks. Um, and uh, the Dave Chappelle dropped two new uh, stand-up specials. I watched both of them. They are uh, fantastic. Uh, still the best stand-up special I saw all of last year was Gerard's Car- Gerard Carmichael on uh, his HBO special. But it is a golden era of stand-up comedy with so many streaming services just offering a, a brilliant, profitable platform to these uh, comedians. And apparently a lot Love of it. people watch him for what they're paying for him. Yeah. Holy crap. Right? Hey, uh, por favor. Top five uh,
3: comedy specials to watch. Can we post that on the website? Absolutely. Who i love folks to, do to that. Out? Yeah. Yeah. And There's cool. a
2: good list. I'm always thinking. You like lists. I do. Lists are good. <laughs> there is uh, Marsha Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing very well. We've got a trio of celebrity musicians' birthdays. Ooh, wow. All right, first out of the box, singer, guitarist Dave Matthews. Now, wait a
3: minute. He's not a black woman. Jack, would you like to guess Dave Matthews' age? There you go. 45. He's got the ants marching, the rest of it, huh? <laughs> what? It's 51.
1: S- oh, it's a birthday. You know this. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to Google
0: it. I was just going to get into that. Uh, yeah, Matthew's. Take is- his list of comedy off the website. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's turn at 51 today is gotcha. net worth $300 Ooh. million. Boy,
2: writing songs is where the money is. you got to write the songs.
3: Next uh.
0: out of the box, Led Zeppelin's legendary Jimmy Page, 74. Net Looks worth. Looks like George
3: Washington currently. Currently, he again- does.
0: <laughs> uh, net worth. $170 million. Jimmy's got less money than Dave Matthews. Did he, like, buy too many castles in the 70s or that something?
1: Could be. That's inexplicable. Could be. Uh, so it, he, currently, investments. he currently looks like George Washington, or he looks like George Washington currently? No. He looks like George Washington in George's heyday. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I understand. Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, and uh, last on our list...
3: I hope it's Aretha Franklin so Jack can guess her age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It is folk singer, political activist, and a woman I spent a night with back in the day. Oh what?
1: wow, way of gossip. Buried the that's lead. a long list. <laughs> is it
0: Joan Baez? It is Joan Baez. You spent the night with Joan Baez. She is seventy seven years old. And was hot back in the oh, day. Oh yes. please, humdinger, folk yes. singer. Her net worth eleven million dollars. I gotta explain that comment very quickly. I was doing a talk show at KLOS in Los Angeles. In the 70s, we had an interview with Joan Bias scheduled. She arrives. She took a liking to you. She arrives along with. Marlon Brando. They wow. were on a date. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow, you
2: kind of buried the lead that you've met Marlon Brando, I spent which very night. few people have.
0: I spent the night with Marlon Brando as well. So it was Joan Baez, Marlon Brando, and myself. Wow. And, uh, wow. and did, and did you all get your drink on? Uh, yeah, Marlon didn't need drink. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he basically was sat in the corner. And grunted. So this wow. was as that is wont. So this it. was Marlon Brando uh, Godfather era.
2: It was indeed. Wow. It
3: was indeed. Okay, so
2: and, hmm. and an impossible star to ever meet or get, according to all interviewers, yeah. like the hardest get in the world. And you and you spent time with him.
0: Oh yeah, uh, well, awesome. The uh, interview Listening was like to him grunt, It was like a two-hour interview. Anyway, so is he
2: just like he was in Apocalypse? Now he was just in the corner, just putting water on his head, himself. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, gotta t- I gotta, tell you, you, you talk about you talk about magnetism. I mean, it was pretty amazing. He's over a there calf
2: there. at some point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talked
3: about the iron will of the Viet Cong. Uh, yeah, I know, I, um, Marlon. I know. I'm trying to talk to Jonah.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, on the way out, because uh, the the Godfather had come out not long before. Oh, wow. He oh showed my. up.
3: Dermagird.
0: And so on the way out, I had my recorder, and i was saying, Marlon, can we just do a few words? Just a few words. Just a little back and forth. And he looked at me, and he was kind of weaving. And he said, dude, I'm so stoned. <laughs> and he and Joan...
2: He looked like he did in the uh, when he had the uh, orange in his mouth at the end of Godfather 2 yes. when he dies. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looked like. Kind of waddled a little bit <laughs> in there in the,
0: in the garden. And... <laughs> ah! right. You
2: have to be a Godfather fan to enjoy uh, this. Spoiler
0: great. alert. Yeah. <laughs> So he and Joan leave the station, and I'm looking at him. They get into his Mercedes out in the parking lot, and this was this is a late night show. I mean, it was like you know very dark. So they leave they leave the parking lot, and he drives over the curb
1: <laughs> Great. and
0: fish tails on down Los Wow. La <laughs> wow.
1: I'm just stoned.
2: Wow, the great Marlon Brando. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> All because it's Joan Baez's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> and <we> ha- <clears throat> <Yes. clears throat>
3: do we have a uh, an age on the uh, Mexican-American goddess of song? She is
0: 77 years. <clears throat>
3: there now. you go. Yes. Uh, uh, that's right, yeah.
2: I'm Jack Armstrong. <laughs> He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, January 9th. Setting you straight in 21-8. We are Armstrong and Getty, we approve of this program.
3: All right, let's uh, begin sailing up the river of the truth to seek out the Colonel Kurtz of the... Nah, never mind. Let's go at <laughs> Mark. Stepping back. Loads
1: up. Looks long. Throws. End zone. down, Alabama. Devontae Smith. Touchdown, Alabama! And the Crimson
0: Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. Alabama is back as the champion of college football. As you said, Tom... I was
2: going to say, if he comes up with a third way to phrase that, I'm going to buy him a drink. Boy, if you're an NFL fan, that's the guy you want as your quarterback. That guy right there, who came in in the second half, played his first snap of meaningful college football in his life, was completely unfazed. I don't the like his mechanics. Victory. Man,
0: oh man, oh man, that was cool. He's too small to play on Sundays. <laughs> right. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Now, two Koreas moving closer together. North Korea is sending a delegation to the Olympic Games in South Korea, including their so-called Army of Beauties. Got the a, Army of Beauties. Army of <laughs> Beauties. Well. We, we got a new study linking uh, ibuprofen to male infertility. And Oprah's closest, closest friend talks about her possible presidential run. Oh, boy. Stories coming up, 635,
2: Armstrong and kidding You see what celebrity does, though, and, and why we're going to have celebrity presidents from here on out, apparently? It just sucked up all the air of politics. Good luck, Elizabeth Warren, getting anybody to pay attention to you if Oprah decides to run for president. Well, putting aside Focahontas,
3: I mean, there could be a governor out there. There is a governor out there. Who has the wisdom of Solomon, the intelligence of Einstein, the compassion of Christ,
2: and he's just waiting to be president, but nobody cares because they've never heard of him. Never had a TV show. Right? How does mailbag look? That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's good enough. To You're listening to the Armstrong <laughs> and Getty Show.
3: This is Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Voice of the West.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. I just got to hear this once before we get to mailbag. Trump being introduced at the college championship football game last night. All I've, right. heard, I've heard various clips and I've heard various descriptions of it. I want to just play it. This is what it sounded like. The, the, the clip that we have. Joined by our president, Donald J. Trump. Okay, okay, so, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't see the beginning of the game, saw the second half, glad I did, it was freaking awesome, but I didn't see that, but I read and heard about it. Trump booed. <laughs> Trump <laughs> booed. Yeah. R- rousing booze. Booze. Trump <laughs> continued to walk on the field even though the booze rained down. If I heard that without any announcer telling me what the sound was, I would not describe that as the president being booed.
3: Three kinds of lies, Jack, lies, damn lies, and journalism. That's, mm, that's just disappointing. Mm, devastating. I, mean,
2: I thought, well, that's kind of <laughs> interesting because he's got a 70% approval rating in Alabama and similar in Georgia. Right. So, And, he, you know, every time he does a rally, he gets 30,000 people in the very same stadiums. I thought, that's kind of interesting. Must be the college kids, young people. Interesting that he got booed. I just, you know, assumed it was true. Then I heard the clips today and I thought, that, that that's not clearly being booed. There's mm-hmm. some boos there, but I wouldn't describe that as he was booed. No.
3: Well, he was. It's accurate. But again, it's a selective reporting of a fact. Interesting. He was booed. Whatever. He was booed. Whatever. Settle down. He was (laughs) booed by thousands,
2: Jack. That's interesting. And cheered by tens of thousands. I was misled and bought it. I gotta quit believing anything I hear until I have my own eyes or ears on it.
3: Wow. Wow. That's a cynical, cynical view and probably a wise one. Let me hear it one more time. Let's judge for ourselves. Joined by our
2: president, (laughs) Donald J. Trump. (laughs) I... (laughs) I would not describe that as the president being booed. Sorry, I just wouldn't. Mm. Um, And the giant signs outside the stadium saying no one is illegal, which is the stupidest political position you could possibly have.
3: Yeah, is that for (laughs) eight-year-olds? If you've ever uttered that phrase, congratulations, happy eighth birthday. (laughs) There are no illegal humans. Yeah, but there are humans who do things that are illegal. Oh. Oh, I never thought of that. Mailbag. Arise me. I heard an absolutely fantastic point made about the 200,000. Uh, I almost said Guatemalans, they're San Salvadorans, El Salvadorans, who are going to be set back probably. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Of course, everybody's mewling and crying about those uh, deportations, but
2: again, if the, if we'll the, discuss. If the college championship football game was held in the, you know, where USC plays, I think the president probably would be roundly booed. But I was surprised to hear it, you know, in Alabama and Georgia. That's the Peftapa
3: Football League. Jack, the Peftepa Football. Professional except for the players. Football League. Some of those kids hang around A College. A few of them attend a class now and again. All right, moving along. You guys uh, missed a band name yesterday. Raining Iguanas. Yeah, It's a good name. You're right. No doubt. Raining Iguanas. Um... Sean
2: had the first good one of the year. I forget where it was. I'll have to check the text line. Mm.
3: Came early in the show. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year, right, Stephanie. Simply curious as to whether or not Jack and his family chartered a flight over the holidays. How'd it go? Imagine you have a good story or two, perhaps uh, later.
2: I will talk about that because it's an interesting experience that I will probably never have again and most people don't ever do because it's so ridiculously expensive. Yeah. But yeah. it starts with this. The company that I had chartered a private flight with called less than 24 hours before the flight, 18 hours before the flight, and said, oh, the plane's broke. So we can't do it. Ah. We'd be more than happy to refund y- your entire amount of money, though. Well, that would be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. But um, And a buddy of mine who's a private pilot says that that happens. Uh, he said the plane could be broken. He said it also happens regularly if somebody with more money comes along and mm-hmm. they need a plane over New Year's Eve weekend, then the plane broke for you and they charge more for the next person. That's right. not uncommon
3: in that oh, world. Oh, I get it. So I'm Jimmy Pilot. Or Jimmy Pilot Service. Or the guy who owns the plane. Yeah. And I booked, uh, you know, somebody for 4K or whatever it is. I have no idea, but... Um, That'll and then, get you uh, to the
2: end of the runway.
3: Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> so then uh, Johnny Richboy calls. He says, what do you mean you have no planes? What'll it cost me?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, and yeah. they see dollar signs. Oh, yeah. And over New Year's Eve weekend, you know, every, every celebrity... Musician, everybody's going somewhere for New Year's Eve. Got to go to Vegas. You tell your girlfriend, hey, you know, you're a musician. We're going to Vegas. You call the plane. What do you mean you don't have a plane? Get a plane. Right. They took my plane. Right. I think that's what happened. (laughs) 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 Wow, that's awful. Um, So we'll talk about that in a little bit.
3: Uh, Let's see. Speaking of uh, my friend Jack over there, on the topic that Jack doesn't think farts are funny, in fact, won't even use the word. No, the F word. That's what I call the F word.
2: Right. Hard fart primary. Well,
3: Jeremy in Eagle, Idaho, we already have a national show. Actually, spells it F asterisk asterisk asterisk. <laughs> he won't, I appreciate that. He won't print Shouldn't it Shouldn't even be in print. But Jeremy says his friend once hit him with this wisdom. Those who don't think farts are funny will go through life with just as many farts, but less joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, Jeremy. It's an interesting perspective. If I'm ever in Eagle, Idaho... Is that the name of it? Eagle Eye. I'm going to buy you a whatever you guys drink up there. Bison blood. Or, I
2: don't know. I'm only good cosmopolitan. I'm only good
3: for like <laughs> twice,
2: <laughs> twice a year maybe, and that's an extreme medical condition. <laughs> you just not only do you refuse to say it, you refuse to do it. Absolutely, un- right? Un- only under the care of a doctor. <laughs> I remember you said you didn't fart till you were 25. At least. Right. I might have been 30. Wow.
3: Wow. I, I
2: can't imagine why you didn't saying float that word. away. <laughs> saying that terrible word. Oh, boy.
3: What, you, what do you think would happen if you walked into a bar in Eagle, Idaho? I'll bet there's a bar in Eagle, Idaho. Mm-hmm. and order a Cosmopolitan. <laughs> do
1: you have any drinks ending in teeny?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, a, a special request. Actually, had a couple of people who wanted a link to this or have it reported or whatever. Uh, for instance, here's um, uh, Phil, who's been a fag for over 10 years, a friend of Armstrong and Getty. Thanks, Phil. Uh, during uh, Marshall's News, you made the perfect analogy about the Time's Up folks at the Golden Globes lecturing us about what they knew was going on for years. I was driving, can't remember your words, etc. Well, I was quoting a fellow on the Internet in the name of Walter, something or other, and here's what he said. <clears throat> Only Hollywood would treat getting caught, enabling, and engaging in nearly systematic sexual abuse as the perfect occasion to lecture the rest of us on the issue. And they did. And how. And Oprah, who is a good personal buddy of Harvey Weinstein for years, uh, ran out in front of the crowd, which is what smart politicians do to appear to be leading it. And, uh, and made a strong statement.
2: I still say I can't picture
3: how she loses if she decides to run for president. And then finally, this New Year's resolution from Oscar. My resolution is to take a grocery bag into the store with me once. Just once. Hate going back for the bag. That's a good uh, one. I hear you, brother. That's
2: a good one. I just buy it. Here's a dime. Give me a bag. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Strong and Getty.
2: The voice of the West. Gonna get it all the time. <laughs> We've gotten a bunch of texts from people who say you didn't watch the beginning of the game. The the few boo-boos turned to mostly cheers and chants. Okay, we're going to play the long version of Trump being introduced at the College Football Championship last night. I don't want to hear for myself. I'm not trying to make any argument here. It's it, it just surprised me in that part of the country. I realized that if you had a national stadium full of everybody in America, he would be mostly booed based on his current ratings. Although I would never boo any president even
1: if I didn't approve of their policies, so I wouldn't know anybody either,
2: honestly. Um, I'd, I'd probably boo- be
1: in line for a beer. <laughs> I, I boo every president because I need to keep him honest. I need to let them know that I'm watching. That yeah. you're right, as a free citizen, good man.
2: But I just want to know what actually happened.
0: Alright?
1: Right. So
2: we'll nail right. that down. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall
0: Phillips. Well, we got some big news coming out of the two Koreas. This is the way the North has been
1: announcing
2: it. <laughs>
0: Wow, uncharacteristically optimistic, Marshall. Back to you. The two countries agreeing to hold talks on reducing military tensions and actively cooperate in next month's Winter Games in As she South said, Korea. Yes. Go on, North Korea. <laughs> North Korea is sending a delegation to the games. With that, the two- that is unbelievable. How do you decide three weeks
2: before the Olympics start? We're going to have an Olympic team. Where, where are you going to get these people, and what sport are they going to compete in? Uh, uh, you,
3: you. <laughs> what me? Yeah, you.
2: Can you pole vault? What? <laughs> well it's the Winter
0: Olympics. So you're a figure <laughs>
2: skater now. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dear leader. Yes, I
0: am. <laughs> the North says it's gonna send athletes, officials, and reporters as well as its cheerleading group known as the Army of Beauty. Oh yeah. Hundreds of I think I saw that on Cinemax one night. <laughs> hundreds of young women in their 20s and what they did in the barracks will shock you chosen for their looks and ideology ah. hey and, speaking of booze when the north korean
2: team walks into the stadium in seoul are people going to boom like crazy or cheer him or what a lot of foreigners in that stadium so i i almost wish well, it was who, all south koreans well, who cheers north korea
3: who well, on earth is a fan? might offer the olive branch of peace
2: well, with gonna, your cheers? I think you got to spin that ahead of time to the crowd. Here's why cheering would be a good idea because just in general, yeah,
3: great fears that these talks are merely a way for North Korea to, to pry South Korea away yep. from the U S of A.
0: Yep, divide uh, Seoul in the U S. and then weaken international pressure and sanctions on North Korea. The quid pro quo is going on like mad. Right, Fuck they days.
3: they smash your vase. They they have their
0: hands in the cookie
3: jar. Then when you can front of them they give you the puppy eyes over and over again that's north korea's way
2: but also we know from the the recent military defections that everybody's starving to death so you're gonna have six emaciated alleged athletes walking with tapeworms <laughs> hanging out of them. <laughs>
1: oh, oh my god one guy in a tapeworm in the doubles oh, figure yeah. skating oh man. <laughs> Biscated Uh, tapeworm. There's only one
2: of you. You can't be in the doubles. No, it's me and my tapeworm are competing. Do you think
1: uh, these
2: athletes will try and defect? Just not go back? If they think they can. Yeah, how would you not? You You got military soldiers running toward the border hoping they don't get shot in the back. Right. Because they're starving to
0: death. And that's their best fed people.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Steve Bannon issued that rare and lengthy apology for comments made about President Trump and his family for that newly released book. The White House has rejected that apology. White House spokesman Hogan Gidley said there is no way back. No way back for Bannon. Going on to say, when you go after somebody's family in the manner in which he did, two of the president's children are serving the nation. It is repugnant. Well, he called Ivanka a dunce, right? Or yeah. something like that? Yeah, Dumb as a brick.
3: Dumb as yeah, a th- brick. I did, I, she's never struck me as that. No, absolutely not. I think she's an out-of-touch limousine liberal from Manhattan who has a twisted idea of how life actually is and people actually are, but, you know, that doesn't make her a bad person. No way back for Bannon. Or dumb as a brick.
2: Hey, By the oh. way... On that book, uh, Fire and Fury yeah. from Wolf, that the media is treating like it's, uh, you know, a, a serious book. New York Times, with a very honest review of it, well, I'll have to read you some of that. Good for yeah. them for yeah. saying, look, there's a lot of, he's, I heard somebody say, and then when you ask Wolf about it, he says that could be wrong. The New York Times said, "I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too worked up about this book. The right. New York Times said that. Right. Which right. is pretty amazing.
0: Oprah Winfrey is actively thinking about a 2020 run for the presidency. That's, That's what a lot of people are saying after her rousing Golden Globe speech. Now, Oprah's best friend and CBS This Morning host Gail King gave some insight on the show this morning. She's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I also know that after years of watching the Oprah show, you always have the right to change your mind. I don't think at this point she is actually considering it. But listen, there are people who, are, who said they want to be her campaign manager, who want to uh, quit their jobs and campaign for her. She loves this country and would like to be of service in some way.
2: Uh, again, tell me how she doesn't get every vote Barack Obama got, plus a whole bunch of others. How does she not?
0: Who that voted for
2: Barack Obama doesn't vote for Oprah Winfrey, and why? Nobody. I'd like to, I'd like to hear that explanation.
3: Many- uh, I actually heard a Democrat strategist chick on the, uh, the news yesterday. Saying, well, the only thing she's up against is, uh, it's not clear that America is ready for a woman president. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> what a crock of horse ass.
2: Yeah. How do you get those words to
3: come out of your mouth? Do, do, are and people... then she said, much less a black woman. Are there people who believe that? I, 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 if they do, they're delusional. Or they hate the American people and have no sense of who we are. Or it's just, you know, white guilt... And to a lesser extent male guilt is an incredibly useful political tool. You can get people to do stuff no, I with gar- it.
2: I guarantee you being a woman is an advantage running for president oh, in yeah, in, please. in the current era. Yeah. Not yeah. a disadvantage. That's
3: a ridiculous statement, but I think they just the the cynical professional Pauls know what a useful tool guilt is, so they're they're wielding it. Yeah.
0: Many, including Joe Getty, saw Winfrey's rallying cry at the Golden Globes as a possible campaign slogan. That a new day is on the horizon!
2: Oh, God. Or, she, <laughs> or she's going to release a line of New Day athleisure outfits <laughs> for bigger gals.
0: <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong Getting Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah,
2: Oprah's either completely serious about this and meeting with some of the top people in the country or has no interest whatsoever and just is enjoying this. And I don't know which. Yeah, it could be. It also could be she's saying, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, let's slow down
3: here. Because the rest of the world's at like fever pitch. When do we vote? When's the vote?
2: How about she has no interest, but you have enough people around you saying you absolutely could win. Pretty soon, you start to think, you know, being president would be cool. Not going
3: to live forever.
2: Hit right. the history books. Maybe do some good. It'd be an incredible temptation to the ego, and and you know, in a, in a positive way, to, to the heart. Hey, speaking of the president, was he booed or not last night? I saw the headlines that he was booed, then I heard the tape. It didn't sound as booey as I was expecting. Let's listen to the long version of him being introduced at the National College Football Championship last night. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Voice of the West.
0: Armstrong and Getty
2: show. So, most of you don't follow college sports, so you didn't even probably know that the college football national championship was last night. And uh, but it's a, a really, really big deal for a lot of the country—really big deal. And the president went, um, which is something too.
3: And uh first time in long time. I, I don't remember last time President attended the game.
2: But. Yeah, and I can see why they don't a lot, um, because it makes traffic a nightmare and security a nightmare for everybody. <clears throat> but I just I saw the headlines because I didn't watch I saw the second half of the game, which was fantastic. Uh, but I didn't see the beginning and I just saw the headlines when I was going to bed. Uh Trump walks on the field to chorus of booze at national and I saw a bunch of headlines about how he got booed. Mm-hmm. God, it really sucks that we live in such divisive times that any president, you're going to get booed, blah, blah, blah. I just thought that's yeah, whatever. Uh, but then I heard some clips, and I thought doesn't sound like that, that doesn't sound accurate to me. So I wanted to hear the whole thing of Trump being introduced. He gets introduced, walks out of the tunnel, onto the field, stands there for the national anthem. Here's what it sounded like. And welcome members of the ROTC units from the University of Georgia and the University of Alabama, joined by our president, Donald J. Trump. if
3: there are two people in the stadium booing him, then he was booed. But that's a hell of a thing to write in a
2: newspaper. Right. Yeah, that is very misleading to say. The boo birds were definitely out. But I think they are outnumbered. I don't even think it's close. If I heard that on the radio, I would not I, I would have never said, would you hear Trump get introduced? All the boos. I wouldn't I would have even crossed my mind. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, if you're a student of acoustics, you know, boo! Really carries more than yay. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a political argument. I just like to know what actually happened, right? And why would all the major, <laughs> why would the major media places tell me something that's not true? I'm telling you, if he plays it uh, in, in 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 San Francisco Bay Area, if he's walking on the field, it's gonna be a thundering <laughs> boo, just one big boo. I I get that. Or just whimpering because I heard he's like Hitler. I just, I just, why why is everything got to, why does the politics got to creep into everything like that? Just, just, people see the
3: world through the lens of their own opinions.
2: Except for
3: us, we're sages of clarity. When I heard the
2: headlines that he was uh, roundly booed when he walked on, I thought, wow, I wonder how he reacted to that. I wonder what he was thinking in his (laughs) head standing out on the stadium with everybody booing him. Yeah, here's how he reacted. He reacted, wow, listen to those roaring cheers and chants. Right, so that's not exactly what happened. I'll be damned. Coming up in a little bit, we're going to talk to Brian Fung of the Washington Post. We've had him on before. He's a technology report. This story is bouncing up uh, various places that Apple shareholders, of which I am one. Yes, please. Are very uh, unhappy that the iPhone might be doing damage to our kids because a lot of people that are involved in that world say it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm worried about it. My kids don't have phones yet, but they will. Yeah, yeah.
3: Apple is uh, looking a little wobbly. And we'll talk to Brian about that, too. I mean, it's still massive and, and, and brilliant and popular and profitable and the rest of it but there's no question well as well, it's not the apple of 10 years ago
2: is it while we were on break that uh they announced that they for one they admitted that they slow down your phones when new ones come out um and now now there's a class action lawsuit against that which will do you no good uh, lawyers will make a lot of money off of that, but uh-huh. you will get no money. And then they said they will replace batteries because that is a problem. Yeah, your battery that, dies uh, yeah. when you get when the new systems come out, it kills your battery. So they will replace batteries to which I thought, OK, so my old phone that's in a drawer somewhere, you're going to get me a new battery because I ditched it because it no longer worked. And, and how long does that take six months and where I have to go pick it up? I just I don't know. go to the genius bar. Sounds like a cumbersome process. But anyway, uh-huh. yeah, so they've had a couple of hits there. Mm uh-huh. hmm as the world's most valuable company. So we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit.
3: You know, I just heard uh, old Jeff Bezos is going to be worth 108 million dollars officially uh, as of 108 today, a 108 million. It's a, a billion, sorry. Oh, okay. More than uh, more than uh, Bill Gates has ever sniffed,
1: ever thought of having. The guy who made the online bookstore
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right Amazon.www.amazon.com. Uh, oh, uh, no
1: I'm sorry the online bookseller <laughs> the online used bookstore: yeah, That's right. right
2: I don't know about your like Christmas, but Amazon she's played a major role in ours probably 90 percent of our commerce was through Amazon it's just, it's just what a what a gorilla. What a 500-pound gorilla of a beast Amazon has become.
3: I would like to have, I, I wish I had a better, a better memory, because in, just in the last three weeks, I mean, I've ordered everything from, like, uh, health aids to food to socks to ammunition from Amazon.com. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm always lecturing people about supporting their local stores. Um, but uh,
2: I'm a hypocrite, is my point. Got the kids a go-kart for Christmas? Uh, Santa oh, did. Oh, Santa yeah. Santa brought the kids a go-kart for Christmas. Right. But it needed a certain kind of oil, and I thought, geez, does it come with oil in it or not? Does it ship with oil? It probably does, probably doesn't. I don't know. I better have some. And this is the day before Christmas, and I go on Amazon, and I order a giant thing of oil, and it's there the next morning at a lower price than I could probably get anywhere else. Uh, yeah. Now, how do you beat that if you're a brick and mortar?
3: Jack sent me a picture of his lads enjoying their go-kart. You country kids. I was so jealous of the country kids growing up. Oh, man. With your go-karts and your mini bikes. Us city kids, we didn't get any of that. We just got guns and, like, you know, the bottom quarter of a pint of liquor we found on a street corner. That's what I grew up with. Guns? Guns and and liquor.
2: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, go-kart's a pretty good gift.
3: Oh, what? Yeah. Pretty
2: good. Yeah. Please, I'd have had a fatal heart attack, which is rare, you know, <laughs> on healthy eight-year-olds. Yeah, it's a one-seater. That sounds awesome. it goes 15 miles an hour if you floor it. That's plenty That's, fast. That That's is perfect. plenty fast for, for a yeah. little kid. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, it was part of the Santa left a note saying it was out in the driveway. And they what's out and then they ran outside when they saw it. They, they just flipped out. It was just, it was fantastic. You see, because yep. I'm teaching them that things are what make you happy, <laughs> right? Well, clearly. Right. (laughs) It's a good lesson. If you're ever unhappy, it just means you need more things or different things. Right. Right. You know,
3: funny, on that note, we got this great uh, email from Roger who says, first of all, glad you're back live. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. Um, In the middle of uh, the Golden Globes he was watching, the harassment files, he calls it, I was bombarded with ads that told me if I buy her a diamond... She'll sleep with me. If I buy her a car, she'll sleep with me. The next ad was for jeans. They never showed the front of the model, just her hiney. Nature dictates flirtation. Women want a who can provide, protect, procreate, etc. Men don't seem to give an S. <laughs> we'll mate with what's available right now. Ladies <laughs> don't hate us all. Some men are pigs. Most are not.
2: Yeah. Hmm, interesting.
3: Yeah, it it is interesting, the undeniable uh, sexual messages sent during the it doesn't make it okay to touch somebody against their will certainly or or god forbid rape them or anything like that or deny them a job for that you know purpose but sex is everywhere all the time sexual desire is everywhere all the time and i wish we could get beyond the the silly silly politics of it and just acknowledge it and say listen if you show your boobies People will become aroused in a way they wouldn't have if you hadn't. That arousal is now in the room and has to be dealt with in one way or another. Let's just be honest with each other. Let's be scientific about this. Not so political.
2: Interesting. Uh, We'll talk about the iPhone. Is it ruining kids? Um, Wondering at what age my kids get their first phone. Got a soon-to-be 8-year-old. Let's uh, not let Samsung and uh, the other companies off the uh, hook. They're ruining children, too, Jack. (laughs) Give them their fair share. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.